Faith Adams propped her son Derek's door open with one foot while juggling the stack of gifts he and Martine had received from the townspeople of Cedar Glen for their mate, grunting as she kicked the door shut on the cold. She paused when silence greeted her. Craning her neck and scanning the room, she called, Derek? Martine? Yoo-hoo, you guys home? They had said today was a green light for dropping by, hadn't they? With a gasp for breath, she made her way to the living room and dropped the packages on the coffee table, flopping down on the big chair, exhausted from the run over here. God, she was out of shape. Leaning back, she closed her eyes and sent up her millionth prayer of gratitude that Derek had managed to survive the night of his mating, and that he'd found a mate as perfect as Martine. She loved Martine. She loved that somehow she'd managed to tame Derek and convince him happily ever after existed. She loved that her son was so happy. Happier than he'd been in a very long time. She wiggled her nose as she burrowed into the puffy chair and sniffed the air. Faith cocked her head, then shook it. No. She was crazy. All this mating and happiness had somehow caught her up in its whirlwind of love and romance, and she was behaving like a melancholy idiot. No, she noted, as she turned her head and took another deeper whiff. She wasn't crazy. That was definitely the scent Brock used to wear. Woodsy. Clean. Tears stung her eyes. Tears she immediately gave some hell as she swiped them away. That smell was not Brock's cologne. And even if it was, a million other men probably wore it. It wasn't an uncommon scent. But the other scent, the human one mixed with the cologne, now that was odd. Did Derek have some human friends over recently? Did he have any human friends at all? She took a deep breath when her phone rang and gripped one arm of the chair while reaching into her jacket pocket to pull out her cell, finding it was one of her closest, oldest friends in Cedar Glen. Before she could even say hello, Cass began talking. Don't say a word. Just listen, she ordered in her sultry voice. If it's about Gilroy Jones and his dowry of sheep, I'm out, Cass McCormick. Cass's laughter tinkled in her ear. <laughs> oh, stop. You behave as if you don't remember the old days, when an offer of sheep for your hand in marriage was pretty enticing indeed. Her girlfriends were never going to stop razzing her about Gilroy Jones, hat in hand, literally ringing her doorbell during a girl's margarita and burrito night two weeks ago, asking her to marry him. She sighed in exasperation into the phone. But we don't live back in those days anymore, Cass. We live in the 21st century. We even have this crazy thing called electricity nowadays. I'm not going out with a man who wants to pay my family in sheep for my hand in marriage. I don't care if he does still have all his original teeth. I'd rather farm rutabagas. Cass snorted on her chuckle. <laughs> I can't even believe you wouldn't look at that as an asset, Faith. Pickens are slim here in Cedar Glen, lamb chop. A full set of teeth on a man as old as Gilroy is a mighty fine asset. Settling back into the chair, preparing her defense against taking up dating, she smelled Brock again. No. She was just paranoid. Paranoid and raw from these last few months and the precariousness of her son's lives hanging in the balance. 
raw because she'd had to face their possible deaths alone, instead of with Brock at her side, the way they'd always planned when that awful time in her children's lives arrived. I'm not on the market, Cass. Why won't you be on the market, Faith? The elders say you can officially find a new mate. Brock's been gone for five years, sweetie, and that's just the truth. I hate to see you pine like this. You're vital and alive, and dwelling on the absence of a man who left you and his family with no word sense. Dwelling. That was fair. She was doing that. She was doing too much of it lately, and trying to hide it from everyone. But there were times when she was wide awake in the middle of the night, 